Amen. Amen. So um so far, this is this will be our third class on finances, right? Or handling finances. Who here you have a question so far from class one where I began two weeks to last week where I took my time to Last week, where I took my time to go through tithes, demystify the mind of God pertaining tithes. Who here, so far, you have a question on this, looking from these two, you know, classes. You have a question. Let me see by hand, please. So far, you have a question. So far, you have a question concerning handling finance. If you don't have a question, I'll ask you some more. <laughs> yes, who here so far? You have you have a question. None of you. None of you. So that means everyone guessed it, right? Everyone have get, get gets the understanding of it. All right. That's good. That's good. Then if everyone guessed it, I want to ask a question. Um Junior, tell me just one reason why we tight or we should tight. Thank you, precious. Yes, please, sir. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Hope you can hear me, please, sir. Yes, please. I yeah, yes, please. One of the reasons why we should tight, yes, please, is when you look at the scriptures personally, um, when you use you cited the example of Abraham and Melchizedek, after Abraham got the victory, he gave a tithe when Melchizedek, um, when he met Melchizedek. So when you give the um, the meaning of the bread and the wine as where we are feasting, yes, please, where we feast or where we get the word and the spirit from, we should give also the percentage of what we have gotten from the Lord. Yes, please. That's one of the reasons why we should tie it. Yes, so, so, why? In, in summary of all what you said, because all what you said, you know, you gave us a general overview. Why exactly? Give us the pinpoint. Why should I tie it? Yes, please. The reason why I should tie it is that so that the Lord can entrust us with more because the Lord has given us the 100%. Yes, please. And all the percentage has given us, but for the sake of the Lord giving us, or the Lord entrusting us with more, there is the ten percent that is dedicated for the Lord out of the hundred percent that you may be open more for the ninety percent. Yes, please. So you've said two things. You started with Melchizedek, and I ask again, and you have said another thing that so that God can entrust us with more. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes, we see. Esther Ebua, talk to me. Why should I fight? Why? Why should I fight? Yes, please, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, is it because um, you want to see the kingdom of God advance and also because you love the Lord as well? So I should fight because I want to see the kingdom of God advance and I also love the Lord. Amazing. 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 I see. I see. All right, Esther J, talk to me. Why should I tithe? Why should I give my tithe? Yes, please, sir. You said that tithing puts money in its place. Tithing yes, mm. puts money in its place. Do you mind going a bit, step, step it a bit further? How does tithing put money in its place? Yes, please, sir. It, it, it allows you not, it allows for money not to control you. Well, for you mm. to have control over money. Mm. Yes, mm. So when you tie it, it puts money in, in check. Yeah. It allows you to be able to control money. That's amazing. Yes, okay. Amazing. Lavina, talk to us. Why should I tie it? I went to work 
and I've been working, you know, I go to work in the morning, I wake up in the morning, go to work, I'll be working the whole day, eight hours, nine hours. Then after that, I get my, my own money, my own hard work money. Why should I give 10% to God? Why? Talk to me, Lavina. Yes, please, Papa. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes, please. And last week, you taught us that tithing bills are paid. As believers, the way our um, an avenue in which our faith is built is our ability to give back to the Lord via our tithes. Yes, please. So, so um, tithing builds our faith. So you're trying to say that if I give my tithes, it builds my faith in God. Is that what you're trying to say? How does it, how does, how does it imply? How does me giving my tithe build my faith in God? How? Yes, sir. Um, because obviously, we, um, um, as you said, Papa, like we have been working for that money, like it's our blood, sweat, tears, everything. Um, maybe nine hours, eight hours. Um, we've been working so much for that money, and obviously, current um, money is something that controls the world. So we're given, we are trusting the Lord with it. So since we are giving it back, to, we are being stewards. Um, yes, please, Papa, you told us that we are stewards over. Um, everything that um, the Lord gives unto us, we are stewards over it. So we're just what we are just keeping it for Him. So as we are giving it back to Him, it's allowing our our um, our faith to be built. Yes, sir. Amazing, amazing, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, sir. Speak to us. Why? Why should I give my thanks? Why? Last week, I said that the challenges. Music, so just so we can hear you all. Yes, please. So, um, last week you said that it challenges us, and you stated some examples about I think it's Rockefeller, where he was giving a billion or a million, I can't remember, it was in the millies. Um, he was tithing that amount of money, and you were saying that. It challenges us. So if I'm tithing a hundred pounds today, it should challenge me to do more so that I can even tithe a hundred thousand. So yes, please, sir. Thank you, sir. So I should tithe so that my tithe will challenge me to even do more. Amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now I want to ask another question. All right. And please. Make sure you are learning something because that's where I'm going to start the teaching. That's, um, the teaching has actually started, right? Make sure you are learning something. Remember from the previous two classes, so I'm asking questions from the previous two classes. Now, I want to ask, how does God seize money that comes to us? How? How does God seize money? Ophelia, can you hear me? Ophelia, can you hear me? Yes, please, sir. How does God seize money? When, when money comes to us, how does God seize it? Um, um, to me, and in general, I see that it's a, just, it's a gift that God gave to us. And in a way, you can work and at the end of the day, can't save. And mm. then he gave it and so giving back literally means you're giving back unto him what he has already bestowed unto us mm. Mm. i like that word he has already bestowed unto us beautiful beautiful thank you very much thank you yes talk to me talk to me junior how does god seize money you know when we go i go and work for a whole week, for a whole month, at the end of the month, you know, I get paid $3,000, £2,000. How does God seize that money that came to me? Yes, please. My network is a baseline. Can you, can you repeat the question? I said, I went to work, and at the end of the month, you know, I, get, I, get, I got paid, let's say, $2,000 or £2,000. How does God seize that 2,000 euros that came to me? How does God seize it? What is God's mind pertaining that money that came to me? It is my money. I work for it. But what is God's mind concerning it? 
Can Junior hear me? Oh, network issues. Junior, can you hear me? Junior, can you hear me? Can everyone hear me? Please? Thank you so much for the opportunity that he has entrusted you. Yes, please. I can hear you, please. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Junior, I can. I can hear you. Hey, MTN. <laughs> yes, smart. Talk to me. How does God seize that money that came to me? I went to work and I was paid for my work. How does God, what's God's idea concerning that money I worked for? What is God's mind pertaining it? Thank you for the opportunity. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, God is, you said in your teaching, you said God is our provider as a Christian. That's what we know. And for the worldly people, they don't know God is our provider. Lisa, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. I can hear and you. God does make provisions for us. And mm -hmm. you said in your first teaching of finance, you said uh, our advantage is we know the provider. Mm -hmm. We know the provider. So me knowing the provider that God gave me this money. So me giving it back to God. Not that he needs the money that he provided really for me. Mm. Amazing. 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 Yes. Luna, speak to me. I went to work. That is my money. And I got paid at the end of the month. How does God seize that money that I got paid? Yes, please, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, so yes, please, uh, um, you said that um, we are stewards over um, the money. So it's actually not our money, it's God's money. So even though we worked for it, it's not our money. It's the Lord's money that he has given to us. So um, we are basically stewards over it. So just um, watchmen, we can say, over... Mm -hmm um the the um money that actually belongs to him so um if we are able to watch over it properly in in the sense of giving to him back then he'll be able to uh, increase um that area thank you very much Anj, Anj, speak to us you went to work you know you've been waking up in the morning going to work you, you probably went to university about four, four, five years of your life. And at the end of the month, you know, you get paid 4,000 pounds. How does God seize that money that came to you? Speak to us. Thank you for the opportunity, sir. So the Lord sees that money as almost being like a tool, similar to what Ma Lavina was saying about the stewards and us being stewards of the money and the money belonging to the Lord. You know, we were blessed with this income, be it from a job or a gift from someone. It's a blessing the Lord has given us. And this, this money can act almost like a tool. You know, something, Pa, you say is like God uses men to help men. Is the same way I see money being used as a tool to infiltrate systems to advance the kingdom. So yes, please, sir. Money can be, the Lord sees money as almost like a tool. Thank you, Amazing. Amazing. God sees money almost like a tree. So not a tree, but almost like a tree. Beautiful. Interesting. 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 So when money comes to you, I made three statements, right? The first teaching I said you can get it right with God. 
can get it right with God. So when money comes to you, I want to ask all of us a question. How can I get it right with the money that came to me? Please, I hope you understood the question. The money that came to me, how can I get it right with God? With the money that came to me. Yes, Esther J, speak to us. Speak to us. How can I get it right? I went to work. At the end of the month, I'm paid. And remember in my first teaching, I said that you can get it, when it comes to money, you can get it right with God, you can get it right with man, and you can get it right with yourself. And I started with, with God. Now, money has come to me. I went to work, I'm paid. That money that came to me, how can I get it right with God? Yes. Please, you can refer to your notes, okay? Yes, yes, I'm listening. Yes, please, sir. I think a way that you can get it right with God is also by is by tithing. Mm. By tithing. Mm. And Amazing. also by, by giving, too. By giving. Amazing. 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 Yes, Lavina, how can I get it right? I went to work, I'm paid. How can I get it right with the money that came to me? Yes, please. Uh, um, just as um, Ma Esther said, um, by tithing, by offering, and also by understanding that the money is not yours. Yes, please. So giving, giving to him what is already his. Yes, please. So since we're already just the watchmen over the money, um, just having that understanding that we are just the watchmen over what he has given to us. So to get it right with him, giving to him what belongs to him yes please so as my Esther said by um tithing by offering so yes please papa one thing that you always make emphasis on is going beyond um the actual like if it's 10 percent or whatever and going beyond um that 10 percent only because of your the the drive that you have for the lord so you go beyond that so that's how you get it right with the lord yes please sir interesting Interesting. Yes, Saha, speak to us. How can I get it right with God? Money came to me. I got $4,000. I got $6,000. How can I get it right with God first? With the money that came to me. So every money, 10,000 cities, 1,000 cities, 500 cities. How can I get it right with God? Someone has given me the money. Yes, this is my money now. But how can I get it right with God concerning my money? Um, yes, please, sir. I would say the first thing that we should always do when we receive money is to tithe, to give our tithe and our offering. And just as everyone... Hold on. Hold on. You said the first thing we should always do. Very important. What you just said is, is so important. The most important thing. The first thing. Thank you for saying that. Continue. Yes, please, sir. And one thing I noticed about the teachings that you've given to us um, the past two weeks is that it's been a, a place, it's been a message where we gain foundation rather than just doing, doing. We could, we could just be, you know, you have to give, you have to give, you have to give. But you gave us the foundation of why we're giving. And you said that um, giving is a way, is an opportunity to honor God. So you're giving us the foundation why we're giving. And I think that the best way to get it right is to understand why you're doing what you're doing. You could be doing something, but it's not reaping, res it's not, um, reaping results. But when you know why you're doing it, that's when um, the results come. So yes, please, sir. So... I understand why I am giving my sight. So not just because I have to give my sight, but I've gotten the understanding of why I should give my sight. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, Ange, how can I get it right with God? You know, this I've I've said I've I've had two teachings from last week and last two weeks. If you haven't listened to it, I want to challenge you. It's on Audio Mac, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts. Go and listen to it. That teaching will bless you. I told you last two weeks. I told you last two weeks that I've prayed, I have prepared, 
And this has been the, the, the doings of my life. That's what I'm sharing with you. It's not only that I've learned it from the scriptures, no. This is the, you see, financially, you can change where you are financially. Where you are. You can change where you are financially. If you are going to be number one, practical about what you are learning. Don't just, you know, listen for information. No. Don't listen for information. When the information comes, what do you do with it? Yes. Um, I saw Tracy. Tracy, you were saying something. Tracy, you see, getting right was giving thanks. Thanks giving of to show God that we appreciate, we must also remember to tie it on our income. We must also help the work of God with our income. We must also help the needy. That's beautiful, Tracy. God bless you for your submission. Beautiful. 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 All right. Now, in getting it right with God, I made mention of Anna. Who remembers? Who remembers? Amazing. So, I want to ask, how can I honor God with my money? How? Please understand the question before you answer, all right? How can I honor God with my money? It is my money. I want to work for it. How can I honor him? Yes. Who wants to go first? How can I honor him? Yes, Esther, go ahead. Don't feel shy. Go ahead. Talk to me. How can I honor God with my money? Yes, please, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, yes, please, sir. Just as Master Ha said, um, by putting him first, put, like when money comes to you, put him first. I think that's how you can honor because like if when money comes to you and like the first thing you think of is like shoes or like uh, buying something else, please, then that's not really honoring the Lord with your money because you should know that like he, he takes priority over your finances and over everything please that's beautiful thank you for your submission that's so beautiful yes abigail i want to i want to hear you yes go ahead you are you're on mute you're on mute or mute yourself and um, please thank you for this great opportunity and um, first when you have money you have to pray over it and you have to give the poor and the needies those who don't have money to do something you can help them through that money amazing amazing thank you for your submission so the, one of the ways to honor God is to also help the needy that's beautiful that's true that's true very beautiful God bless you for your submission. Yes. Yes. Who can also share with us? How can I honor God with my money? I went to work. I am paid. That's my income. That's my business income. How can I honor God? Yes. One last submission. Then I'll share a few things with us. Then we can um, have our communion. Yes, Lavina. Yes, Lisa. So I believe that you said that um, to honor God, um, we just honor God with ourselves. And mm. I remember that you said that, and you said that you made a statement, Papa, and you said that God gave his life to us first. Yes, Lisa. So it's not like we're giving, God has actually given his life to us first. So, yes, Lisa, that's the first um, statement that you made that even before it comes to honoring with our seed or our giving, it first comes with honoring God with ourselves. That's beautiful. Thank you for your submission, Lavina. Yes, Boatin, I want to listen to you. How do, can I honor God with my money? Thank you, Lester. Um, to honor God with our tithes, it's very, very essential. You honor God with our tithes because uh, it's written mm -hmm. in uh, Proverbs 3 9. That mm -hmm. we should honor God with all our substance and everything mm -hmm. that we have. That we should have, she should be up for God. Amazing. That's so beautiful. It shows the appreciation we have for God. It's very, very important. 
Very, very important. Yes, Sarah, speak to us. How can I honor God with the money I have, the money that came to me? Um, yes, please, sir. Um, John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Um, the main point that I see from this is that God, the Lord gave his only. And when we look throughout the scriptures, we see a repetition of giving and sacrifice. Um, and I think one way that we can honor God with our money is giving to him that which we think is the most important thing to us. In chapter 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And when we look at that scripture, we learn to rely only on God and not on the money. And so when we honor, when we give, when we give um, our money that we think is so important to us, I believe it's honoring God and also trusting God. So yes, please. You said we learn. So when we give to God, we learn to rely on God, not on the money. That's that's deep. That's that's very deep. We learn to rely on the on God, not the money. That's beautiful. Thank you for your submission. Thank you for your submission. Yes, who who else wants to say something? You want to add on? Yes, Junior. That's yes, please. Uh, thank you. Yes, please. I think, right. please, is my network now good? Yes, please. Yes, please. It is. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Okay. From based on my, um, a, my, a, from the teachings, one thing we can also honor um, God with our finance or with our money is by honoring the words coming from our man of God. Um, one thing I've noticed following God is he has placed a message in a man. And that message must go forth. And that message can go forth without our finances or without our help towards that message. So we can honor God by the message that is coming also from the man of God. Assuming God says he wants all men saved. That he has also given the man of God that agency to proclaim the gospel. The man of God, the message is in the mouth. How can the message go out without also our finances so our seed going forth so in doing this supporting that agenda of god upon the man of god's heart is also by honoring god explicitly thank you for the opportunity so honoring the message making your playing your part for for um for the enablement of god's word to be spread is one way to honor god right yes please that's beautiful that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Whoever you are, just lift up your hands unto the Lord. Lift up your hands to him. And begin to bless his name. Let your hands be lifted up unto him. Lift up your hands unto the Lord wherever you are right now. Wherever you are, lift up your hands unto him. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. amen. Father, we thank you for such a wonderful time you have given us. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Last week, I ended up... Um, what happens when we tithe? And what was the last statement I made? So you can refer back to your notes. What was the last statement I made? What happens when we tithe? It puts money in its place. It builds our faith in God. It stirs, us, it stirs in us the desire to work hard. Yeah. What was the last statement I made? What happens when we tithe? What was the last statement I made? Mm -hmm. Oh, no one wrote it. I want to hear you. Yes, Lavina. Yes, Lisa. So I believe, thank you so much for the opportunity, Papa. I believe the last statement that you made is that um, tithing um, draws our heart in love for the Lord. And exactly. Your heart follows the money. So, your heart. Uh, yes. That's beautiful. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. You see, at every given point in your life, you can change your status. The gospel of Jesus Christ is a gospel of power. It's a good news of power. It's a good news of the supernatural. It is going to all the world and make disciples of all nations. He told us to baptize them that believe. Then in Mark 16, he says, In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. It's a gospel of power. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he says that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost cometh upon you. You see, it is that unction, it is that power from the Holy Ghost that enables us to actually work with God. It is that unction from the Holy Ghost. It is that power from the Holy Ghost that enables us to work with God. Now, in respect to power, there is what the Lord has done. And that is where every believer must live from. We live from where the Lord or what the Lord has done. That is where we live from. We don't live from our strength. We don't live, we don't live from our strength. We don't live from our abilities. We live from what the Lord has done. So he says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. The enablement of God. You see, the system of this world has been created and has been made for us to think money is the most important thing. Is it? Well, the scripture said money answereth all things. It is to understand. Money is important. Don't, don't get me wrong. It is, but it is to understand. You see, Money only exists in the mind of the poor. What did I say? What did I say? Money only exists in the mind of the poor. It is only in the mind of the poor. It is only the poor that is always thinking about how to make money, how to get money. So for me to even be able to discuss finances and in the realm of money with you, I have to let you understand by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that. Money, it shouldn't be the most important thing in your life. And it shouldn't be something on your mind. Because you are not poor. <laughs> so it is only the poor that wants or needs money. Money is not our need. Money is not our need. So in every given moment of your life, in your 20s, early 20s, in your 30s, early 30s, you can say, I've worked with God for, let's say, six years, seven years. I've known God for this number of years. I am going to change my financial life. I'm going to change my financial circumstance. You can do that, and heaven would agree with you. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. Everyone, I want everyone to answer, okay? Think very well. The question I want to ask is, what is the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? The most expensive thing you bought with your own money for yourself? Where should I start from, here or here? Because everyone, whether you like it or yes, you answer. Here. Yeah, so where should I start from, here or here? Here or here? Okay, let me start from here then. You're the one on my right. Smart. You are the first person. You know. So talk. What's the most expensive thing you bought with your own money for yourself? Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. Uh-huh. I'm still thinking about it because I've got a lot of things. <laughs> okay. What's the highest? What's the highest that you think you have gone? Ten thousand cities, twenty thousand cities. What's the highest you think you've gone? Thousand cities. What's the highest you think you've gone? Quickly, quickly. 
2000 cities. 2000 cities. Okay, beautiful. Yes, yeah. uh, let me see. Who is next after him? Yes, Esther J. You are next after him. T tell us, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Um, yes, sir. Probably between 50 to 100 pounds. <laughs> Wait, what? 50 to 100 pounds? That's a yeah. oh, Okay, so your, your phone was not bought. You, you didn't buy your phone for yourself. Daddy and mommy bought it for you. <laughs> ah, daddy and mommy's pockets. Oh, yeah. Shaka Talabasa. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Esther, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Um. Yes, we said. I think maybe like 150 pounds, please, sir. 150 pounds. Beautiful. Yes. After Esayabwa, Lavina, Lavina, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Yes, it's a, a laptop for school. I, uh, price, price. Don't keep us. The thing you don't, please, don't tell us the thing you bought, right? Just tell us the price range of what you bought. Yes, Lavina, we are listening. Yes, so um, nine hundred to a thousand pounds. So a thousand pounds is an estimate, right? Yes, so thousand pounds, beautiful. Yes, Junior. <laughs> As for Junior, I think I can guess. Yes, <laughs> yes I'm... Uh, about five hundred to thousand Ghana cities. Five hundred to thousand Ghana cities. Yes, Angel. Where is Angel? Yes, please, sir. Yes, please, sir. About yes. 200 cities, yes, please. Yes, what did you buy for yourself for 200 cities? Nak. Nak, what did you buy for yourself? Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Um, about 50 Ghana cities. 50 Ghana cities, beautiful. Nanako speak to me. What was the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? The price range. Uh -huh. um, Thank you for this. Okay. Um, 500 Ghana cities. 500 Ghana cities. Amazing. Yeah. Saha. Yes, please. I think 1,000 or 1,200. 1,200 pounds. Pounds. Yes. Yo, yeah. Ophelia. Yes, please say. Please, mm -hmm. I think um about thousand two hundred. Thousand two hundred euros. Yes. Hey, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For a laptop, sir. For a laptop. Beautiful. Yes, Ronnie. Ronnie. I'm not sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's the most good for yourself? Uh, 2,000 Ghana cities. Hey, this people, 2,000 Ghana cities. Okay. That's that's nice. Yes, Emily. Emily, I'm listening. Hey, hey. I hope you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, hey, eight thousand to nine thousand Ghana cities. Yo, okay. Vanessa, Vanessa, can you hear me, please? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Vanessa, yes, I want to listen. What's the most expensive thing you bought? Um, around one thousand to one thousand four hundred, I think. So one thousand four hundred, an estimate, right? Yeah. Amazing, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, Anita. Anita, what's, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Um, I would say an one hundred and fifty thousand naira. One hundred and fifty thousand naira. Amazing, amazing. Yes, Angela. Angela, what's what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Can Angela hear me? 
I don't think Angela can hear me. Okay. If Angela cannot hear me, let me move on to Tracy. Tracy, speak to me. Uh -huh. Angela, huh? I'm listening. I'm listening. Yes, there are 140 cities. 140 cities, I see. I see. I see. Hello. Yes, Tracy. Tracy, I'm listening. Can Tracy hear me? Yes, please say. Yes, I'm listening. Yes, I can hear you, but the next work is more stable. I don't I'm remember listening. myself buying something expensive, but the most expensive thing. I said I don't remember buying myself an expensive thing, but the most expensive thing I've ever done in my life is Thanksgiving offering, which was thousand cities. Thousand cities. Oh, beautiful. Yes, Ange. the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? <laughs> um, so please don't knock my head. Um, but I honestly, I want to say it was between 1,800 to 2,000. 2,000 pounds. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, what was the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Thank you very much. Uh, I think it was four. Yeah, I bought that in 1,000. Yes. 1,000 Ghana cities. Yes, Amazing. Confident Ajekumwa. Ajekumwa. Adikumwa, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Adikumwa, can you please hear me? All right, I'm not sure if you can hear me, but okay, Fanta. Fantasia, how, what's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? <laughs> uh, yes, please. Uh, the most expensive thing I bought for myself was about 400 pounds. 400 pounds, that's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Thank you all so much for sharing with me the most expensive thing you bought for yourself. Now, can I continue my teaching now? I think we have just 10 minutes. So I'm going to wrap up my teaching in 10 minutes, all right? Can I continue my teaching now? Yes, please, sir. Yes, please, sir. Why is someone trying to violate my right? Why? Why is someone trying to violate my fundamental human right? Why? <laughs> Oh, glory. Someone shout glory. 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 I think the most expensive thing um, I've, I bought was was around $1,300. Yeah, it was around $1,300. But I have a car. I have other things. Now, I want to, I want to say this. The reason why I asked all of you all these questions is to bring your attention to something. Some of you, the reason why you bought was because you needed it. You probably needed, you know, you needed the laptop. You needed, you needed the phone for, you know, to be even, to be even online on Zoom today. But I want to ask you a question and think about it. Be, be, be careful to think about what I'm about to ask. Couldn't God have been able to meet that need? Hello? Couldn't God have been able to meet that need? Do you think God would have been able to meet that need? Do you think he would have? You see, in all the answers you gave, I want to ask how many of you, you have given to God more than what the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? Let me see by hand. You've given to God more than the most expensive thing you bought for yourself. Most of you are able to lift up your hands. You see, that's beautiful. Thank you very much. When it comes to your finances, in every given moment of your life, let's say you go to work, you are paid 2,000 or 1,000 pounds or 1,000 euros every month. You can decide that I want to move from 1,000 euros. You can decide. You can decide. And how are you going to decide? Let's look at a scripture in the book of Genesis. 
Yes, it's a eight. Genesis chapter 8, let's start from verse 21. Genesis 8, verse 21. Verse 21. So scroll down to verse 21. Thank you. It says, And the Lord smelled a smooth, soothing aroma. Someone says soothing aroma. I want to hear you say soothing aroma. Soothing aroma. Come on, soothing aroma. The Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Now, Prior to this verse, look at verse 20. He says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and every clean bed and offered burnt offerings. Burnt offerings on the altar. In the screen share. Last week, last week I shared with you Titan. Today, not to spend much more time, I just want to highlight on offering. And June is our month of offering, right? June is our month of offering. Don't think about money. Uh, I'll not expand on that, but don't think about money when I say offering. Then the Lord smelled a soothing aroma, and he said in his heart, you see, you can challenge God with what you do. You can challenge God. You can say, look, I've never seen do this in my life before but i want to challenge god to do it please if you can mute yourself i want to challenge god to do it who is it who is who is the um, host can you please mute everyone thank you you can say that i'm going to challenge god to do it god said to noah after he smelled noah's bent offering on the altar he said, never again. This is God speaking to himself. Never again. It will not happen again that I'm going to destroy the human race. It will And why? Noah challenged God with his offering. You see, never appear before God without an offering. Don't do it. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. Let's start from verse 1. Kapfand Vrahiloski Bra Anta Satadaba. Thank you so much, precious Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, starting from verse 1. This is moreover, brethren. We make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy, and in their deep poverty, abounded in the riches of their liberty. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing. Number one, offering is freely willing. It is your willingness. That is what offering is. Number one, he says they were freely willing. Number two, he says imploring us with much agency. So offering is freely willing. Number two, much agency that we should receive the gifts. Offering is a gift. What did I say? Number one is freely willing. Oh, come on. What did I say number one is? Freely Offering willing. is freely willing. Offering is freely willing. Number two, what did I say number two is? Offering is a gift. What did I say number two is? is Offering, a gift. Offering is a gift. 
Hello, what did I say number two is? Urgency. You can end this. End this, sir. Take your time. Some of you did not get it. I said offering is number one. Freely willing. It is out of your free will. Off Where is that noise coming from? Thank you. Offering is number one. Your free will. Number two. Much agency. It is with your own agency. It is much agency. And number three, it is a gift. So number one, it is your free will. God did not imply on Noah to sacrifice the offering. Noah did it according to his will. You see, whenever we gather like this, you know, the word of God is being shared. We can respond to God. That's what Noah did. After the flood was over, remember, in the scriptures, water means the word. So after the word was over, the next thing was the sacrifice of Noah. Are you all with me, please? Are you with me? Are you able to follow? So, Noah freely gave. So, in the churches of Macedonia, what Paul the Apostle, this is his account, he says that, for I bear witness that according to the ability, yes, and beyond the ability, they were freely willing. You see, never be imploded Oh, I feel like I should give because if I don't give, no, you must give freely. Much agency, in much agency, what does it mean? We give with joy. He says, God loves a cheerful giver. Whenever you come to church, you know, whenever you join the closer family, you know, I'm ministering God's word to you. Be ready to respond to the word with your gifts. Remember what I said. Number one, it is a free will. Number two, it is with much agency. The last one, it is a gift. Be ready to respond with your gifts. You cannot outgive God. Ah, you cannot outgive Him. He gave His only begotten Son. You cannot outgive Him. There is no, there is nothing too big that you can give to outgive what He has given. So, in the freeness of your own will, you can, with much agency, that is where joy, give your gifts. David says something, and I want us to look at this scripture. Then we'll end today with the scripture, all right? Then God will in this week, we'll continue. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 24. The book of Second Samuel, chapter 24, verse 24. Thank you, precious. Second Samuel 24, 24. Let's actually read it for us. Then the king said to Aaron, no, no. But I will surely buy it from you for a price, nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God with that which cost me nothing. So Have David you seen this. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. He says, Then the king said to Aruna, he says, No, but I will surely buy it from you for a price. Nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God with that which cost me nothing. End the screenshot. You see, whenever we go to church, what people like to do is, before they go to church, you know, for those of us in Ghana that use the cash system, they will look in their cash and take the small one and go and give the small one to God. Hey, let me send one pound. They probably have, for example, they probably have a hundred pounds in the account. Let me just send two pounds, two pounds to God. Listen to the mindset of David. He says, I will not offer burnt offerings to God that which costs me nothing. The two pounds cost you nothing. That is what you are offering. That must not be your decision. It is your own gift. You are giving freely. 
you are given with much agency that is with joy whenever you are given listen now you must give to the lord something that costs you when it comes to your offering i'll share a testimony with you okay about two years ago or three years ago i think it was 2020 was it yeah no it was 2021 one of those years it was july we were about to enter august and at that time i had not a stable job i did not have a, a stable job i was working with an agency i didn't have a stable job and the law said to me that in the month of august i made a decision and heaven agreed with me okay heaven agreed with me that every sunday i am going to give ten dollars as an offering Guess what? That time, my salary was not even half of... It wasn't... That $10, it cost me a lot. Because it was a lot. It was a lot. I used to earn $68 a week. I have to pay rent and everything. But then, when we were entering, entering that August, and I made that decision, and heaven agreed with me, every Sunday when I got, went to church, I gave $10, $10, $10, $10, $10. I'm telling you the amount for a reason. Immediately we stepped out of August, I got a job. And from $68 a week, I entered into $1,000 a week. And I have never gone down since then. Not $1,000 a month, $1,000 a week. And I have never, this is about two years ago. So imagine what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I am a Sokata. At that day and at that time, that $10 I was giving in August, it used to cost me every Sunday. It cost me a lot. Because imagine you get $68 and out of that $68, you pay your tithes. Out of that $68, you pay $10 out of it. Imagine. How much is left? How much are you going to spend? But guess what? Freely. Remember what I told you concerning offering. It is a free willing, number two, number one. Number two, it is with much agency, that is with joy. God loves a cheerful giver. You are going to give your, you probably have 10 pounds in your bank account and you are giving eight pounds and you are crying. Hey, what am I even going to eat after I give this eight pounds? Hey. And you are crying. But remember that widow. What did the scripture said? What did, what did the Lord Jesus said? The Lord Jesus said, this woman has given all that she had. Everyone gave out of the abundance, but this woman, she gave what would cost her. When it comes to offering, it gives us a platform to appreciate God. So these are the things offering does, all right? The place of offering. Now, offering, number one, is an expression of praise and worship to the Lord. Offering is number one, expression of praise and worship. Through our offering, we are expressing our praise and it's an act of worship. You earn about more than thousand pounds a month or maybe at most thousand pounds a month. You must never give an offering less than ten dollars every um, every week. Um, ten pounds every week. You must never give less than that. You challenge yourself to move out of it over the years that's been my experience that's been my life you can challenge yourself that look i earn thousand pounds a month for those of us who are working all right let's say you earn thousand pounds a month or 800 pounds a month you can challenge yourself that i don't want to stay at 800 pounds what am i going to do the first thing you should about doing is you after your tithe you are going to think about giving a costly offering do it consistently so you give yourself let's say in the month of june or july i'm going to consistently give costly offerings costly offerings costly it cost it will cost me i have a shandalava who's got Lift up your hands to the Lord. 
and say my money will go where my faith is. Come on, my money will go where my faith is. My money will go where my faith is. No, my money will go where my faith is. My money will go where my faith is. My money will go where my faith is. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Second thing, it says, so the first one, expression of praise and worship. The second one, an expression of our blessedness. Offering is an expression of our blessedness. When we offer, we are not offering just to be blessed. We offer because we are blessed. The next thing, when we express in offering, we make room for more. God willing, from next week, I'll take my time to, you know, dwell on all of this. When we express our offering, we make room for more. The next thing is that God values offering. God values it. And we can see scripture reference with Cain and Abel. Abel went, you know, took um, the, the first of his goats, of his animals, came and sacrificed. And guess what? Cain also took the best of his food crops. But when it comes to the eyes of God, there was what God values. God will in this week, will dwell on all of this. So I said, God values it. The next thing is that offering gives us a portrait of our hearts towards God. There is no one who genuinely loves the Lord and cannot sacrificially, continually give to the Lord. There is no one. You can't say you love the Lord and not give. That's, oh, you, you, I don't give my offering. Oh, no, me. Oh, there are some people you can touch everything about them. Don't touch their money. That's not the way we work with God. When it comes to seven hours prayers, they'll pray. 20 hours prayers, they'll pray. 200 pounds given. <sighs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. No. It, it, is, it is a portrait of your heart towards God. So if I want to see how much you love God, and you show me your bank statement for, let's say we are in June. This is the third month of June. The third month of, the third day of June, sorry. The third day of June. When I look through your bank statement from 1st June to 3rd June, it will show me where your heart really is. You see, some time ago, I made a decision that the first day of every month, the first day of every month, I'll give. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give to God. And guess what? Here are the closer family. I thanks be to I give more than more than everyone, and I'm not. There's the reason I'm teaching you this is not. I'm, I, I want to challenge you to come up here. Are you all with me, please? Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Are, are you with me, please? Before we began this teaching series, I told you you are not too young to own a house. You are not too old to own estates. People can be renting from. You are not too young to own a hotel. People can be sleeping in and paying you. Never let your life be about what you are able to receive, receive every day. Oh, God, I receive. God, I receive. In the name of Jesus. And some people will jump. I receive. And they are going to receive. But let your life be what you are able to give. The consistent, you know, our life consists of what we give, not what we receive. So from today, I want to challenge you. Last week, I thought about fighting. And this week, I've highlighted on offering. Titan always goes with offering. And God willing, next week, I'm going to draw the theological balance. We're going to look scripture upon scripture to see the, you know, the picture of it. Be someone who always offer unto the Lord. Are you all with me, please? Are you all with me? Are you with me? Yes, please. Always offer to the Lord. Don't say, oh, don't, don't wait till you get money. Start from where you are. Well, I'm waiting. When I get money, the way I'm going to give to the Lord is a lie. It's a big lie. It's a lie. 
if you don't start from your six pounds, your 10 pounds, when you get the 60 pounds and the 100 pounds and the 6,000 pounds and the 60,000 and the 600,000 pounds, it will be hard for you to give. As I sit here, it is not hard for me to give. God knows it. Yesterday I was there and God told me, give this. I'm like, God, God, this is the money I've targeted. He told me to give. Guess what? (laughs) Today is going out of my account. It is. Hallelujah. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit.